0: Good evening citizens, my name is Ban Shattersong, former captain of the Bloody Hands Mercenary Company and currently walking the labyrinth. It will be a long time until I get back out. It's given me some time for thought. I've not learnt anything, but what I have done is cast my memories back to conversations and people I've met throughout the Empire. And today, we're going to be having one of those theoretical conversations with the mighty, once again returning guest, Ty. Introduce yourself, buddy. This time. Hello. Dornish style. <laughs>
1: Dornish style. For glory! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is just, yeah, incessant shouting just evolves into absolute mumbling. Um, so, yeah, I'm Ty. Um, last last event, I went by Ira. Uh, this event, I go by Asriel. Um, I joined Dawn after spending some time in Highguard. This event was my birthday. I dragged along a couple of extra people, so no longer the solo LARPer I was last time. You've leveled uh, up and yeah. spent that XP I point have. on Friends. I have. Exactly, I spent an XP point on Friends. I literally came back from last event, uh, went to my other half um, and said, it's my birthday uh, next event. Come with me. And then sent a text to my buddy and they're like, you're coming LARPing with me on June the, June the 9th. So... Thankfully, they're both up for it, which is good. Um, so either they have you know, very few points in will, or just generally would have actually enjoyed it and wanted to come. So let's hope it was the latter.
0: Yeah, did they say they had a good time? Yeah, yeah, they both, they both good, had good, an good. awesome time. <laughs> um,
1: one of my friends I brought with, Ben, um, he's a medieval actor, so any excuse for him to slap on his armour and shout Latin obscenities um it's is just a great opportunity for him and he loved it, so he ended up joining the house this event, or as so getting his test of metal, which is further than I managed to get. So, <laughs> big kudos to him. Um, and then my other half ended up joining Urizeni because they like the sort of magic side of things. Ah, yeah, a bit more stoic, a little more chill than you know, Dawn's kind of like based.
0: Um, yeah, so Dawn is so like a try. firecracker,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um Dawn is very much lots of drinks, lots of partying, uh, whereas there is seems to be somewhat more reserved, um, from what I've been told, anyway. And they had a really, really good time over there. Um, some really nice people. So we're all, all eager and planning for this event, which is fun.
0: Fantastic. Uh, that's great to hear. Um, the I guess I've, I've got a few questions to ask you this time round. Uh, some of them are similar to the last episode we did, but there are going to be a few extra ones tagged on as well. So sure. the first is going to be you you're no longer a new LARPer. You're kind of you're technically a veteran, but you're still relatively new. Um what was it like this time round? Cuz last time it was a a mixed experience. Um how did you find it sort of, you know, being quite brave I would say, you know, you've had a shit time the first one, but you get to turn up, have another crack at something. You know, you switched to Dawn, you have varied up the game. Um how was your second event?
1: Yeah, uh it's weird thinking of myself as not a new larpe eh? because i sort of view my first event as a trial run kind of getting to know everything about the system how the game plays and so i went into this weekend with much more of a plan much more knowing what i wanted to do what parts of the game i thought i'd enjoy um was originally going to go league but then when it came to designing the costume for my character um it ended up definitely flinging myself in more of a dawnish direction and after the third iteration of my costume much to my other half's uh, frustration with them working the sewing machine and the you know the outfit changing every other week <laughs> so yeah ended up in Dawn which was great um, which yeah it was, it was a crazy event very very different and I'm very glad that I stuck at it even though I had a rough time I still feel like I <laughs> I did get quite a lot of cold reactions. I don't know why, but if I'm just someone that people are like, oh, let's just be a bit of a dick to this guy. Uh, maybe it was just a <laughs> character stuff that I'm just not used to yet. Because obviously people just roleplay someone that's quite abrasive, but that's not sort of my style, so it it's sort of takes you a bit to my surprise.
0: It can do, yeah. I find a lot of the, that, like you said, ab- let's call them abrasive characters, are actually very nice people, OC. I mean, a lot of the time, people either players themselves with some fantasy paint on and they're pretty nice or they're a really nice person but they just decide to let out all their inner arsehole but you know slowly bottles up in day-to-day life and you get you know criminals thugs uh vainglorious pride and all of that other stuff mixed in with their their personas um yeah
1: and i wish it felt more like a role play thing i wish it felt more like they were just being an arrogant individual but they were just so closed off and, and just it just felt like zero time you, right? it was it was like i don't know it was like wiping your ass with sandpaper it was just a horrible horrible time hmm. um no matter how much someone dresses up that sandpaper it still could really hurt <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so that might be the quote for the episode
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: wiping your ass with sandpaper There are you you can have that as the title instead
0: yeah no it's done it's on the
1: notes yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but i had so many so many really really positive reactions as well which was awesome um spent loads of time over the imperial orcs just absolutely enamored with their camp and like them i think it was after i'd had a few sort of cold interactions in dawn mainly mainly from earls or nobles and who i think have this kind of so i find nobles in dawn tend to be one of two things they tend to either be very much, I'm going to be quite haughty above you, talk down to everyone. Or they'll just be super cheery, like, you know, a fairy's done cocaine and they're just going <laughs> at it and having a great time with it. Um, and I obviously resonate more with the the cocaine fairies than, than you know, the, the somewhat pompous nobles.
0: You're making so... this episode title difficult now. <laughs> Our like... sandpaper and cocaine fairies. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine fairies. <laughs> would be a good name for a drink. Or a band. Yeah, that would be. That'd, yeah, if you mm. go around. Like, have, did you see the Studs?
1: Yes, uh, yeah. Around? I was counting kind of near them last event. Oh, brilliant.
0: Cool. Yeah, they were They were wonderful. Yeah.
1: Did you see they had a body? Like a, a little fake arm sticking out the bottom of one. No! <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture that was just like a fake arm sticking out the bottom of the, the like, box that they walk around with. It looked quite funny.
0: Oh, I mean, So you went to the Orc camp, because I, I fully admit uh, I've been i've been playing a few years and i've gone into the orc camp three times in total I've never really stayed long. i went i've never ne- i know expect. nothing about the orc camp <laughs> apart from the fighting pit
1: yeah the fighting pit was cool i didn't see anyone in the fight i saw people i heard people in the fighting pit, but i didn't have a stage observed because i wanted i'd heard sort of like the horror stories from from my first member i would go visit the uh, orc camp before time in because i don't get to see it there uh, you know, if you don't go with a weapon, they're just going to straight kill you on sight. And you know, it sounds terrifying and really sort of a really uh really quite dangerous going to visit the orcs. Um, but then I actually met an orc before time in, and he was like, "What? Who's spreading this nonsense? Who's spreading this? Come, come visit. As long as you, you know, bring a friend and a weapon and have like a reason to come. You know, just like a tourist. Then uh, then yeah, you're, you know, everyone's welcome." And um, so, I sort of took took that on board and my friend he just loved the orc camp then really liked the orc camp and i uh-huh. was like if you die you're back a local, you? he was well up for it <laughs> <laughs> so it's just an amazing cat and they're all so nice for, for a nation that has so many reasons to be quite insular and just involved around themselves and sort of push other people away um they were they're possibly like the
0: nicest group of people um of orcs i don't know people orcs but, supposedly are so, of the empire they don't have to be yeah, human yeah exactly
1: so they they were awesome and I, I hope to go back again i'm preparing like a little gift basket because the community is quite small there it's quite a small camp yeah and so yeah exactly just by going in it's, it's such a great sense of community like in dawn everyone's backstabbing each other trying to pursue you know personal gain or the advance of their houses at the detriment of others and so it was nice to sort of step away from that kind of you don't know who your real friends are to to orcs which is just drinking and just having a good time and yeah they were great they were great i'd encourage everyone to go over and see them because they were really
0: cool oh nice so did you so when you went in like you just said there was you know you kind of turn up with a reason did you have a reason to interact with them did you have yeah. like a lot with them yeah i did i just
1: i just i was just like i've got stuff to trade um so i went with stuff to trade because i had a fleet so i got like a random sort of collection of resources
0: so. oh nice excellent excellent yeah. sorry i'm gonna go on a tangent there and dive immediately on that um yeah, do it, do so it. i know military unit and fleet both get essentially yeah. random resources but yeah. when i was playing with my military unit that meant i would get one of the other resources at random and 10 events in a row is a fucking herb garden <laughs> And no way. Yeah, and it's not like you know you get some ingots of iron, a single dose of lao and some herbs and a few extra coins. You literally just get one of the other pre-prepared options. Really? However, right. I know with fleets in downtime, you can kind of choose where you trade and sometimes you can come back with some extra little trinkets and bits and bobs. Uh, did that yeah, happen exactly. to you? Yeah, Yeah. So,
1: well, because there was a new character, it wasn't a character that I swapped over, so yeah. it was a totally new character. And when you make a new character, your fleet has to engage in privateering, which is 10 random resources. So it wasn't like just a herb garden or just a medicine. It was, you know, 10 random things. So I think oh, I ended up good. with, I got like a couple of doses of liao, some herbs, uh, a bunch of minerals, like mine stuff, wood stuff, forest stuff even. So that was cool. So I went along and I was like, I've got loads of stuff to trade. Um... And yeah, I had a, had a great laugh with the orcs, and one of them was like, Is it your first time in Anvil? And I was like, My first time in Dawn, but so yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I had to say, Yes, it's my first time in Anvil because my character. And he's yeah. like, Oh, it's your first time in Anvil. Here, take this. And he gave me this, uh, gave me this like magic suit of heavy armor that only had like, was only good for the next event, worn it the day before. Um, I was like, fuck, it was my first time in an on this character, I felt really bad so I, was like, I made an endeavour to come back and, and uh, <laughs> give him something in return so, yeah, the orcs are great um, and when I was posting up a couple of images, I'm trying to put myself a little more out there on the, on the Facebook groups and on the discords one of the, one of the greatest comments I got was just like the imperial
0: orcs like you, and I was like,
1: yes that's what I wanted, <laughs> that's all I wanted so that was really,
0: really cool fantastic Good. Good. Yeah, it's those kind of uh, random acts of kindness or, you know, being a little bit more generous towards newer, let's call them newer characters rather than newer players, yeah. but it generates that little bit of game because you'll go back and, you know, like you said, the the gift hamper that will further, you know, deepen your tie with that particular orc and then you might get asked on a skirmish or some plot yeah, or you'll exactly. be trusted with a secret and those, those small little actions that can seem insignificant can actually spiral out of control yeah exactly like if i can become made
1: like an honorary member of the orcs then i'll consider empire complete (laughs) that would be great
0: yeah Um, if you can count orcs amongst your friends you know if you ever get into any trouble and you turn up with a couple of Orcs. Like, they are intimidating. <laughs> they Every really last are. fucking one of them are scary. And some
1: of them are so tall. They're yeah. like crazy. <laughs> so you're just like this six foot five guy in an Orc mask and this crazy amount of armor just like scowling at people. And usually like, you're on right, me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm fine, please <laughs> it
1: was don't great. me. <laughs> it was great. I remember um, I had some of my friends, some of the other new players that I met there. Um, they were all like, They'd heard the orc horror stories and they're like, Oh, we not go into the orc camp or anything like that. And at that moment, like an orc walked past me and just gave me a nod and then we had like a little chat for a little bit and I was like, I mean with the monsters, they like me. <laughs> it was just such and all my friends were like, Oh so that that was really cool, really really cool. I obviously didn't dismiss any rumors to them. I was like, Yeah, they're super dangerous, uh, I've had to gain their favour and so that was really, really fun. Hmm. But yeah, a lot more a lot more hot this event. The last like all the role play was quite good. I'm I'm quite a quite a shy and nervous person when I'm doing something I'm not super I guess familiar with. Mm. So I do find myself a little bit quiet around like some role playing. So there were a few like awkward role play moments on my behalf, and apologise to anyone had an awkward role play group with me. But I try to get involved as much as possible. I think I'm slowly getting a little bit more comfortable with it. Which is
0: yeah, that's totally the right attitude. You've got to you can never get good at something without practicing, right? So you've got to throw yourself in, keep trying if you've hit walls like in, like you did in High Guards, and now you found Dawn, and even though you did get some, you know, ass sandpaper experience. Let's that's, that's abbreviate that to ass paper experience. I like it, yeah. Um, you, know, you, got you know, I some think is just normal toilet paper, though. <laughs> that ass, ass, sand. <laughs> ass sand. Of course, it rips everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, you can say, yes, you still had some of that but less, you know, that's, I don't know, the the vibe I got is like it was 50-50 kind of thing instead of 100%. So if that trend keeps going, you know, the next event it's gonna be 75% positive, 25% negative and so on and so forth. And you've made some friends in different nations. And when, um, certainly in my experience, once you start to know people outside your own nation, your own little bubble, the world starts to really build up and become and feel quite large. Because you start to get all these different national perspectives on the same problems, and it's it just makes the world feel so much deeper.
1: Yeah, yeah it was really cool. And I made, I made quite. I know in Dawn you're not meant to, meant to be trading around much. You know, you're not meant to be in the pursuit of money. But I loved the trading aspect, not because I like money, uh, which I do. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of it was just it's so nice to interact with all these different nations, see. It's like you go on holiday and you experience all these different cultures you know but they're all there like right ahead of you and so sort of rather than sticking at home you know i like to go out on my little holidays my little weekend getaways uh, and go to different different camps and i'm not much of a drinker so i know that there's a lot of a lot of sort of bar calls that go around to different ones but i like to see the different aspects of it i suppose um so sort of went around during the days trading meeting some people there were a lot of camps i didn't interact with it was mostly I saw Brass Coast and the Imperial Orcs and the Navarre this event and so hopefully next event I'll probably spend a bit more time with uh Hurrican Lee maybe because I think they're
0: quite cool. Verushka are pretty cool. Like they're um yeah. this this came up on I was chatting to some uh, some of the others earlier, um, Ben and Sol, And we were just talking about how Varushka now has like a third army. Uh they've got five territories making them the largest in the empire after claiming osseum oh, wow. they're incredibly wealthy, but they're one of the smallest head counts in the field, yeah, and you know they're larger than imperial Arcs, imperial orcs, but not okay. by much, not by much yeah. at all, and oh, okay. um yeah they are quite a strong power base per capita if you want to put it that way, but yeah yeah interesting,
1: yeah I definitely I saw their big parade of all like the monsters and the different things they like, had like these head pieces like, are really cool. um so yeah, I mean, there's so much to like about all the different nations, right? So, so much to go and go and see and explore. And there was a lot going on in Dawn, but a lot of it is fights in Glory Square, which my character isn't really fussed by. He's very much like, why am I fighting the Glory Square when I could be fighting, you know, the druge on the skirmish kind of thing? And, mm. You know, this this seems like false glory to him because this is his first event in Anvil. It's like, why are all these Vikings? fighting here with more <laughs> men to go out and slay the Druge, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I'm definitely going to explore that avenue a little bit more. And I went in potentially wanting to join a house, and then I've decided that I, I'm actually just going to be part of a dying house without an earl on the field, So, uh, it's like, but my earl is missing per se, so it gives me a nice room to still be a noble, so I can do enjoy all the fineries that come with that. But, not have to worry about one, anyone ever joining my house, because they can't, because there's no noble, there's no earl. Either. <laughs> um, and not having to do with the politics because there's no earl. Like, being part of a noble house with no earl is fantastic. Like <laughs> I get to avoid all the sort of backstabby bits, which is probably the bits I don't enjoy a game of. um And Sreel's kind of a very sort of respect, respectful, stoic, even when he executes his enemies, he wishes them, you know, a good death kind of thing. Um, so leaning a bit more into that, and he's he's not so much into the whole backstabbing everyone in the houses, just to further your own goals. So yeah, definitely, definitely some play to be had there.
0: Yeah, and it, I I'm really glad that uh, you've had a good experience with the trading game because uh, I know you, you you know OC you're taking a little bag of rocks, and metal circles, and talking <laughs> to people, but like trading with people is so much fun because it, it's something you don't do. In day-to-day life, you know, haggling that kind of thing. You know, the UK's not got culture for it, but uh, uh, when I've been to Greece, for example, you, know, you can go to markets, uh, you can haggle a little bit. It's it's quite fun. Um, being able to do that at Empire is is very refreshing, and it, you really get to understand the person you're selling to or buying from. You know, the best question I find is why is this important or what do you need it for? Yeah. And then you find yourself getting sucked into this whirlpool of plot. You know, someone okay. needs you know 50 lao or something to go and uh make sure that this judgment or whatever it is in the synod goes through and they're able to have an effect on you know people walking the trods, for example. Mm. It's uh, it's cool to be even a small part of that uh, of that process and make some money in yeah. the process as well. So you can buy, yeah, candy. I
1: mean, making the, I, I ended up with way more money than I thought I would. <laughs> so at the end of the event, I was like, how do I have like two and a half thrones? What the fuck? uh, so that was cool. Um, so I ended up getting a ritual cast and a painting. Uh,
0: oh, nice! Uh, which uh, which ritual? Sula's
1: promise, which is the
0: one that buffs your fleet for trade. Hey, so, nice! Yeah, so I'm getting
1: a load for trade. I'm getting like close to three thrones worth
0: of goodies next event. So pretty spicy. Damn, the uh, the wealth spiral continues. Yeah,
1: and um, so the other group of players that I joined in with—they're very much more into the politics game and sort of furthering their own houses and the lands that they're part of. Um, and I sort of fell quite, quite quickly into the sort of broker, so I like get you what you need, whether it be informational material. So that's quite fun, um, and I think it reflects well on answer's character. He's someone that's been out in the world for years upon years for upon years upon his earl
0: so he hasn't—you know—he hasn't been in noble corpse or anything like that he spends a lot
1: of his time fighting and trying to survive so so the first time he was there in anvil and was in this nice fine brocade tabard probably felt a little out of place on him which was good because it felt a little out of place (laughs) on me so kind of (laughs) kind of gives him an excuse to be a little bit awkward which i am so it was nice Uh, we'll see how it goes forward whether he gains more fine or devolves back kind of
0: Woodland Ranger uh, with, you know, maybe a little spatter of gold jewellery on it. Now, gotcha. Okay, nice. So, um, so, you've joined that group of, um, that group of players you're just talking about, but you've also got your friends on the field. Uh, what was it like having, well, I guess, were your friends and your partner, were they like ducklings where you'd, you'd meet up every couple of hours and talk and check in? Or did you kind of just dissipate for the weekend and catch each other at 3 pm on Sunday?
1: yeah so it was a bit of both really uh the first day um so friday night after time in was very much us going our separate ways because um my my partner wanted to go explore urizen with the sort of connections that they'd made so they helped them set up the tent and stuff before time in and spend a bit of time with them at time in um and then ben and i because we we're part of the same nation we spent a lot of time with friends that we'd connected with before the event but hadn't met so we got to meet them which was really nice and but then the the day after it ben was all off on and doing his sort of own thing we went on a couple of skirmishes we met up a little bit but yeah it was such a it was such a weird mix and we kept kept running into each other when we sort of wanted to find each other like if you were ever like oh i need to find them and they were just there and i was like nice <laughs> so that was that was sort of happy coincidences um but yeah, it a mix of both. I think there was plenty of game to be explored like individually, and then there was a lot to be had together, especially when it comes to skirmishes. We ju- we jumped on as many as those as we could.
0: Yeah, the um the big shake up this event was having named people responsible for each skirmish. Um, how how did you find that in terms of getting on compared to last time? Because for us, it became a lot more difficult to get on.
1: See this is this is the first I've heard of
0: this like what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so in theory um so all the skirmishes that got published uh for the winter fortunes so or and the winter war before the event um would have a named person responsible so like the Valorn skirmish the advisor to the Valorn or the Tower Jacks general or whoever it was would in theory be in charge of organizing the skirmish uh, Before that that's never existed it's that always been makes down to players sense. Yeah, it's always been down to players in play to kind of just argue it out but i yeah. think the, the sheer mass of people who are now at anvil it needs some kind of IC guidance on how to basically uh, how that to makes it because I, I did
1: see some of that but i don't i wasn't aware it was done differently before so uh there's a uh, the former skirmish captain or might still be skirmish captain in dawn captain charge
0: he, <laughs> right yeah uh, i saw this on your hots and knots who is captain charge
1: Captain Charge, he was great. So he was the skirmish captain of Dawn, and um, he posted out before the event. Like if anyone wants to get involved in skirmishes, come find me. So like the first thing I wanted to do at time in was like I need to go find Captain Charge. I'm going to find him, um, and I found him. It was quite easy to find. You just go in. does anyone know where Captain Charge is? Like it's that that, that guy there. So that was super easy, um, and he was awesome. He got me involved in yeah all of the all of the skirmishes I wanted to be on. Um, knew exactly who to talk to. Gave me like his almost seal to go to go and speak to other people so it was great he got me really really ingrained in the game and then even on sunday when i went i had sort of this grandiose idea I, was like, I want to get all the archers up in in the empire or at least all the archers up in dawn we'll all just fight together and we'll kick some ass because like just being able to shoot two people at one target is just mm. so much more efficient than just one person firing quite slowly at one target so it was it was great um, but I, alas, that didn't that didn't quite come off. So I was like, "Hey, I haven't got anyone to fight with, no." <laughs> so he just sort of uh, adopted me into, into his wing, uh, into his lance, uh, going <laughs> winged fought with them on the Sunday. And, but yeah, I think I think skirmishes went well. And, uh, you didn't get on many, did you?
0: No, I got on the the forlorn one, and this was after Ban, uh, my previous character had died, Rip Ban, um, and I was playing as Lindir, Um a very green, raw recruit with his father's longbow, not father's sword, but almost the same. Right. And uh, very innocently wandering around and suddenly thrust into wars and skirmishes that he didn't fully understand. He just had to kill his way out and it jaded him. But um, okay. yeah, that uh, I went on the forlorn skirmish. First time seeing forlorn. you know, I see, it was yeah. terrifying for him, which is of pretty course. fun. But the main battle on the Sunday was, was fucking awesome really got into his element there. And I guess that's a good segue when you're talking about archery. Uh, that's where we, we ran into each other.
1: <laughs> we did. We did. Uh, things weren't really great up until one one small moment where uh one of my arrows went slightly off centre, let's say. Um it sort of grazed your cheek, didn't it? So.
0: I, I I think the official story is I got in the way. It was a good <laughs> it was a good shot and then kind of drifted in. I'll take it because that was not a good shot. That hit nothing but grass.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> i just didn't leave the, leave the bow correctly and just yeah, I was like that's that's gonna hit someone in the head and that person happens to be you. <laughs> um
0: Yeah the Sunday battle for archery like I've I'm not really a veteran with bows hmm. on the main battles. Uh I only, yeah. I only did on the skirmish the previous day and right, okay. last time I did it was years ago. Um, but it felt like a really good archer battle. Like, I, it I don't was. know, when we ran into each other, we kind of operated as a pair. Um, yeah, throughout the rest awesome. of the battle, I was getting some high guard and Navari archers to kind of act like a skirmish screen. And nice, that we'd, we'd nice. pop out the bushes, volley fire these druge, and then fade back in, just screaming, fire and fade, fire and fade. Um, any That's Eldar so Warhammer cool. players will get that reference as yes, a strategy. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm one of those
1: trophy filthy, filthy Eldar craft war players. <laughs> <laughs> same.
0: But like, um, yeah, just fire and fade and we'd pop out of the bushes because this battle was in the forest and take out four or five of them in a single go and then just run off and there was nothing they could do. They would fire back at us. Occasionally, we'd take a hit or um, a casualty or someone would lose a leg. But it just felt very dramatic and high tension. But at the same time, especially when you and I were working together, it felt very effective. It felt like we really had an impact on the battle.
1: Oh, massively. Um, the Having that sort of almost chest-high bracken vegetation in between you and other people and you to not only sneak out to people, but it also meant that their melee units just couldn't get to you, which is great because they have to run through this bracken. And you're like, well, by the time you've done that, I'm, I'm gone and someone else is stabbing So it was great. And one of the things I liked doing was um, I'd sort of stand behind my sort of thin line because they kind of get because of the bracken and the paths you kind of get these small small very small kind of standoffs between groups like these small lines like maybe two people deep
0: yeah and i just crouch
1: behind them and just let them know like let them know by the way i'm behind you i'm going to shoot through your legs please don't move (laughs) and so i was shooting through people's legs and then an arrow would just fire out that line and like i hit an orc dead in the chest and he just he just sank down to the ground, and then I hit another one in the knee. And they were like, "Okay, that's two shots. There's two people down. We're now charging." And then the whole line charged forward. And it was awesome. And there was a bit where it was a bit of a standoff, and I couldn't see any archers. And I was like, "I can just walk right up to this line. They can't get the, you know." And so I just walked up to the line with with their arrow nock, shot one dude in the leg. And then the line behind me of Dornish knights charged, and I just crouched down, <laughs> <laughs> like as this this unit of knights charged past me. And I've never felt like more of an anime protagonist in my life. It was it was so cool.
0: Yeah, it was. And uh, hunting down that herald as well. That was I've yeah, never I've never got fast. that close to herald before.
1: Yeah, you were like, "There's a herald," and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, you're sprinting off, and I was like, "I'll fire the shot," and then yeah.
0: Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, firing a longbow at the sprint was, was difficult. Narrowly missed him. Your shot, narrowly missed him, and, well, I got in the way, hit me, and then I think we get another shot off or a, a cleave on it or something. Yeah, I, I think go down you, you ended up catching up to though. Yeah, and then uh, once I'm patched up, I turn around, and there's this dawnish knight just beating the shit out of it with his <laughs> shield. <laughs> just slamming it over the head. Like, I give me a that. ball, give me a ball. And uh, apparently, those were the objective uh, for the battle. We got four out of twenty of them, but uh, we only got four. Yeah, there was Ooh, a big pool of you... them on the main field, but it seems like the field marshal forgot that the main field was in play. <laughs> and yeah, we just skipped. That's are acquainted
1: to that name, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> field marshal forgets field. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd love to get a little like assassination group of. Players going like some good archers and just being like, look, we're just going to hunt things because you really can, like, you can be quite accurate about twenty paces with with a bow. Yeah, thirty bow. So I mean,
0: we had that, didn't we? At one point, I shot at one. His shield went up, and then you shot him in the leg or something like that. Yeah, it was great.
1: I was like, yeah. look, we'll shoot at the same guy. I said, call your target, and we'll both fire. And you did, and we both fired, and he you blocked your one, and then just <laughs> looked down and just saw this thump as it hit him in the leg with mine, and just went down. Great. Yeah. Like ah, fuck you! <laughs> um, you should give you should give a try to. I'll bring my I'll bring my bow again and give it a try. I'm bringing like an archery target and stuff to next event, so pop down.
0: Oh damn! And do nice. shots, yeah.
1: Because my bow is a lot shorter than yours. So for anyone listening, it's a Scythian horse bow, so it's somewhat you'd see it's the sort of Mongolian archers and stuff like that use it on horseback a lot. It's a lot thinner, not thinner, like more compact. Um, yeah, that's so yeah, your
0: Easier to fire. Yeah, standard like curved hunting exactly yeah not like a recurve but uh, even smaller than that which is
1: great so i
0: yeah. love my bow absolutely obsessed with my bow <laughs> yeah I, I i gotta say it, my my uh ash longbow absolute baby of mine now now it's nested me uh the official kill well for me that kill count in that battle was 46 and i say Damn. kills I yeah, I like yeah, yeah i didn't count mine yeah i didn't c- kill mine I was going I one, should. two, thinking kind of like Legolas and Gimli kind of thing. I bet we should do that
1: next battle. Let's <laughs> do that. Let's. Wanna, we need to find a reason to IC gain this sort of archery rivalry and just fill on. Be like, still only counts as one when you take down <laughs> yeah, a shooting a war rider or, or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I'll ask you to toss me. Um, it'd be great. <laughs> just bring a small box in the field so you can stand up over the line.
1: <laughs> I think I'm taller than you though, so I think if anyone's Gimli, it's you. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is that is true. Yeah, I'll just like grow my beard out or something. <laughs> Gimli with a longbow, the ultimate immersion breaker.
1: <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love
0: to see it. <laughs> yeah, we could um especially on your point around getting the archers together. We have the Navarchers in yes. Navarre great name however i feel like an international archery block would be pretty good because most nations have archers but they're pretty low density but actually when they're a unit yeah. of say 10 skirmishers they're very effective huge force multiplier and you can hold a lot of ground or contest a lot of ground with them yeah massively
1: um like if you can get ten, ten 10 people to fire arrows you know sort of one every five seconds which is kind of the rate that
0: that's a decent fire rate. That like is pretty good. Just, fuck me. Yeah, that's that's quick.
1: Yeah, you can just desecrate entire lines. It's great, um, especially where uh, if there's like a stalemate and you just need to take some ground, just fire ten, you know, ten people at legs, and then if like two or three of them go down, you you get that line of knights to go. You 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 go fuck them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The look at yeah. the orc's face when you you know hit them in the ankle or the knee, and they go down at the front of the shield wall. They look at you like you've killed me. <laughs> it's like, it was great as their legs got hacked off. <laughs> yeah,
1: amazing. During New Player Skirmish, so, because it's my second event, I could still get to New Player Skirmish, and I wanted to, because my buddy was out there, and he's very heavily armoured clank, and I was like, you've got no arm on your legs, you know archers are just going to shoot your legs. Um, and he didn't seem phased about it, so I was like, no, I'm going to join the opposite side and put the fear of God in him, And the very first shot I shot was when he was fighting someone else and I shot him in the leg for about ten paces and he just looked at me and was like, You dick <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Well, yeah, I said it was gonna happen so I think after that he was like, Right, I'm getting some greaves <laughs> So that was good. Getting some thigh armour. But um Yeah, there were also a lot less people wearing heavy armor this event, like monsters wise. They actually had some lightly armored opponents, which was great.
0: Um, yeah, the, the Jewish had Because now the armor changes, those Orc breastplates are heavy. But the Jews weren't too heavily armored, which was nice. They are basically Barbarian Navarre. Sort of medium armor, lots of venom, strike quickly, strike hard kind of mentality.
1: Yeah, and they're such a cool enemy to fight. um, As opposed to when we were fighting, I think it was a Jotun. Jotun are really heavily armored traditionally, I believe.
0: Jotun, yeah. Jotun are. We fight them a lot and... uh, like, in, in the, from a game background point of view, it always makes sense, it does, but fight, like, as Navarre, we fought against Jotun, like, fucking 30 times now, because the Thule oh, we have I mean? peace with, the Grendel used to be interesting with their Mr. Pinchy lobster suits, if you've seen those in some of the photos. Um, no, I've seen, I've seen the Etta Caps, I don't know if that's what you... Yeah, the things. Etta Caps, like the Beetle Boys, uh, yeah. fall of a lawn, but no, the Mr. Pinchy is a gigantic lobster suit. That will oh, like wow. you know, snip people in half. <laughs> I want to see that so yeah, bad. I'll, I'll send you some pictures after this. But yeah, the, the Grendel would so bring cool. war rhinos. They were like, you wait, know, actual war rhinos? Yeah, there's there's. Oh mate. It was like a I basically a go kart frame. It's like a car with all the metal ripped off, and the chassis is covered with a um with furs and stuff. It has like a tank capola, so a monster can look like they're sitting on the top, and they just have a pike as a one handed spear and just poke people. But the thing has amazing. strike down and impale if you just touch it uh, on its horns to the front so the two there's two refs either side of it and as soon as it comes near a unit it just crumples. the unit is destroyed that's
1: amazing and we don't get to fight that because we're not at war with the grendel correct yeah all right i'm gonna do
0: everything i can in my power to go to war with the grendel oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry empire but... <laughs> <laughs> you should have joined me going for the uh, the grendel ambassador you know, it's not about Feroz, it's not about any kind of virtue, it's purely to fight a war rhino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'll be
1: a good excuse of my execution, I think. I think yeah. they would be like, actually, you know what, you're all right. <laughs> have a fine of a crown or two.
0: Yeah, the, the war is are great. Um, the Thule, who are the northern orcs, use a lot of magic, and they would show up with lo- they typically have loads of heralds, loads of mages That's on cool. the field, and lots of interesting monsters like drakes, if I remember correctly. <gasps> We Whoa. fought them. Ex- I've never fought them. I don't think I've ever fought against the fuel, the fuel. Um, they're actually our allies at the moment. Uh, they helped us against the Jotun. And
1: damn it, I want to fight all these cool enemies because I've never seen like any big monsters in
0: Jotun or Druid or anything like that. So yeah, the Jotun, uh, The event before COVID, they brought ice giants with them. It was what? Just Andy Raff on How all of oh, this? Yeah, Andy Raff is six foot six. He does not need stilts, but boy, with stilts on, he is a giant. And that's, uh that's he was uh just walking around with these, these two like mega fists. Um I can only describe <laughs> them as like a hellboy gauntlet like ice <laughs> and that. again impale, strike down and uh repel all in all in one, just punching the shit out of uh the brass coast was what we saw. Um yeah. It was uh really cool, really, really cool.
1: That's amazing. I like that. Yeah, definitely want to because one of one of the things I love about the skirmishes is you get to sort of fight more interesting battles, definitely um, than just sort of like lines. So that, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I'd love if they added more stuff like that. But it seems like they're going in the right direction with the way the battles work because they definitely felt more dynamic than last event, which was sort Absolutely. of all lines on fields, and I just couldn't do anything. I was like, well, I could I could do stuff, but it wasn't anywhere near as fun as stealthily sneaking around in the woods and stuff like that. That was that was my jam.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, I think it's very much a case of you know, E1 got a lot of new players and people are rusty. Let's keep it simple, keep it mm. safe. And yeah, you're right. They've ramped it up a bit this time because sometimes the Druze will bring um clouds with them. So what I can only describe I can only describe them as a you know like a scaven plague sensor bearer. Okay. Uh, there was this Druze running around with a pot on a lanyard. Uh, with like a, obviously like a green smoke grenade inside, you'd run up to the lines and just shake it, and if the smoke went over you, you were venomed and weaknessed, what? and yeah, and basically gassing people running around. That's a amazing. Mascot. And we'd see oh. them, and they would they'd pop up to a line, mass weakness everybody, mass venom, and then fuck off. And they were absolutely devastating. That's amazing. I like that.
1: Yeah, super excited to see where where sort of uh, PD decide to take battles and stuff when everyone kind of gets more used to things again I suppose, so that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, the Heralds are the fun ones, they're they're pretty easy to show up. Um, We had, uh, I think Siaka if I'm saying that correctly, basically like the the Eternal of the Sea that the Freeborn are very interested in. It has shark heralds, so people in shark masks with big sores and teeth. Was that this event? Uh, that again, sorry, this is pre-COVID. Uh, but okay. they showed up and they had you know, like fake sausages. So they would start to eat fallen Imperials and you know pull the sausages out of their belly to look like intestines and stuff. And those were oh, those amazing. were pretty rad. But the, the most terrifying monster of all, in my experience, has been on the skirmish. And that was a plague wolf. This was maybe three events in. It's pitch black at night. It's like fucking ten o'clock. We go onto the main field and right at the back of that open field. There is like a little grotto set up. And there's some husks. That They're not Valoran husks. They're just regular zombies. Mm. Um, which it turns out Plague Wolves can control. And then we heard this fucking bass boosted howl. And this oh. thing is basically a zombie werewolf. And it came out. It's like eight foot tall. The suit. And it had big glowing red eyes. And it's all you could see in the pitch darkness. Was husk faces. Because they were like white in the moonlight. And then red what? eyes and it just tore apart a unit of, of knights, Dornish knights, about 10 of them. And the remaining 20 of us just uh, just fled. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. That
1: yeah. sounds incredible. I'd love to do more like nighttime skirmishes, like a little bit darker. I think that'd be amazing.
0: Ah, oh, yeah, there was one ridiculous one uh, that happened with the Brass Coast and the Var this time around. Um, I did hear about
1: this one, like 10.30 on the Saturday, right? Yeah,
0: Matteo Stalker yeah. is now a, a literal hero of the Empire. After the Freeborn go in on a stealth mission, maybe I don't need to tell you, but Freeborn Scouts is kind of like an oxymoron because they are brightly colored and jingly. They're not very good at it. <laughs> so I know, right? We turned up at the gate, we're all in like in our cam cream, hoods up, drab weapons, you know, proper Navari Scouts. And there's like six of us, like, look, we're reporting. We were told that you needed a hand. The skirmish Captain is like, look, sorry, I've kind of promised these places to, you know, my my family which is like a, you know, a, a freeborn group. And then I look at this group of scouts and they're like in bright oranges and yellows. And I'm, I look at the commander, like, he can't be serious. He just can't be serious. <laughs> so he, <laughs> and he says, well, how many of you? And you know, there's two of you. And I gesture, and there's like eight of us. Uh, if he couldn't see, and he's like, oh, I didn't see you there. Yeah, buddy. That, that kind of proves our point. He goes, okay, fair, right. He asks the group, "On who wants to step out?" A couple do. A couple of my guys go on. Yeah. And uh, the skirmish goes out. And 15 minutes later, it comes back. Uh, You know, kind of in failure. Um, They've they've obviously been, of course, they were spotted, and it's been a failure to rescue these hostages. (laughs) However, the other Navarre that went on is Mateo Edgestalker, and everyone's like, "Where's Mateo? Where's Mateo? Has he fallen?" And everyone's very nervous. And 15 minutes later, he comes back out with the hostages.
1: Yes!
0: <laughs> oh, like my he God. soloed the mission. Absolutely soloed it. <laughs> we were sat there in disbelief of, like, wow, that is it. Just, just incredible. So the entirety of the Brass Coast bought him a drink that night, I'm pretty sure. And he probably has, like, I don't know, 30 or 40 marriage proposals. And is almost <laughs> certainly very wealthy. And needs to milk amazing. that for everything it's worth. Yes.
1: Oh, incredible. Love that. Really, really love that.
0: Yeah, because I Keelan was on that. He came out and he was like, That was real tough. That was really difficult. Yeah. But Mateo, nah mate, So did it. Tenth <laughs> prestige. Tenth prestige. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: put putting his really cloak on and just went Amazing. That's so cool. Oh, is it's I love just hearing other people's stories of love. That's part of the, part of the best thing about it. Oh, absolutely. On the drive home, just sharing stories with everyone, although we were absolutely knackered. But, yeah, I'm so excited for you three. We've got so many big plans, so much excitement going on, starting a nightly order, um, which is going to be fun. Um, Archery Guild, I want to try and get up and going um, to try and get some more archers knocking around, and that'd be fantastic. But, yeah, and some costume design changes, little bits and bobs but
0: Yours looked really yeah. good. Like your your tabard. Um, from your comments earlier about the sewing machine, did you like, mm. did you two make it yourself?
1: Yeah. Yes, we made we made pretty much everything I was wearing myself, um, apart from the leather craft. But I am starting to make myself a set of leather armour for next event. Hopefully, it goes well. <laughs> that was um, you
0: talking to the dwarven leather crafter that
1: was me yeah oh, yeah he that
0: bunch of and advice yeah he was a really nice guy oh, i wasn't um, sure yeah i saw you have a roll of leather under your arm and i was like is that uh not sure in a rush
1: yeah yeah couldn't recognize couldn't uh couldn't recommend him enough He's a really, really 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 helpful guy um because there was a leather trader in field so i bought i bought some leather off him uh with what i want to make my armor out of so yeah really excited just got the tools ordered i've you know drafted up a design, it's like a a shoulder piece with a sort of neck inlay that goes across like the whole of across the whole of my shoulders and sort of down to around about my elbow. Um, And then probably some gauntlets as well if I have enough material left over. But yeah. Really, really excited to just upgrade the outfit as it goes. But I mean the great thing about having a the tablet, people kept coming to me like, oh, your tablet looks so great. I was like, oh, oh, fuck yeah, that's great. Um, And then I grabbed a few commissions from it as well. So it's awesome. So that might finance my, <laughs> my oh, next excellent. event. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so that's cool. Really
0: cool. Can a 10 out of 10 confirm to any of you lot listening in, Uh, it did look very good. Very, very high quality. 10 out yeah, 10. it took us, <laughs> took us a while. Um, I had the idea in my head
1: Um, and then my other half. And really helped out. We did this nice leather edging around it, and it just turned out looking really nice and clean.
0: Ah, oh, excellent! So that like, the folded-over leather just around the hem. Yes, yeah, oh, that was excellent. It. Yeah, that's. It's when people do that on chainmail, it looks fantastic.
1: It Looks awesome. Yeah, just adds this. I think it's all about the finish. I, the fabric was stunning, um, but it was all about the finish. Um, and yeah, big shout out to my other half for <laughs> with that sewing <laughs> machine because it drove me crazy at times over the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great thing about kit. It's always aspirational, and it always gets better and better.
1: Yeah, exactly. I want, I want to get myself like a diadem for next uh, for next event. Now that I'm an official noble, I've made my own little house, so I can claim myself as a noble, and then maybe make some kind of fancy velvet cape or something like that. Um, go a little bit more fancy and sort of feel even more out of place, but to suit his own ends, I suppose.
0: Well, hey, if it's glorious, uh, then do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's true. Just have to shout for glory and then everything makes makes perfect sense, right?
0: It does, yeah. <laughs> Charge or glory, everything's fine. You know, yeah, if you exactly. push to the front of Moorish, I was like, Wow, what a dick and we go Ch-, you know, for glory. Like, ah, that makes sense. As you slay the sausage monster in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um and there's a lot of chat with some nobles about how archery isn't glorious and stuff like that. And um so Azriel's gonna have a field day with, with all of that. Now that he's officially a noble, people telling him that his his preferred way of combat is is not glorious, but I don't think he's gonna give much of a fuck. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll add to some adversity and some enemies forming
0: within the nation of Dawn. Can confirm, being a antagonist is a, is a wonderful place to be.
1: Yeah, it does sound Fun. <laughs> <is> yeah.
0: <very fun. laughs> that is all of my questions, actually, on my sheet. Is um is there anything we've missed or anything? that you wanted to bring um back.
1: i don't think so we've gone over um cocaine fairies and you Our, know arse arse and paper. Paper. Yep. so i think all in all we're great and a massive shout out to everyone that wished me a happy birthday when i was there it led to an unforgettable 30th it was great
0: oh, brilliant all right then in which case dear citizens we'll be wrapping it up here um, in in Navarre, we always have, you know, Strength of the Empire, Strength of Navarre. What is the equivalent in Dawn? Is there like a, a send-off or a, a goodbye that they commonly use?
1: Pretty sure it's just incessantly shouting glory, in all honesty. Um, or cinnamons. Cinnam- cinnamons? synonyms <laughs> <Cinnamons laughs> of, of such words. So, I don't know. You could shout glory. All right, if you let's want, do you, it. Yeah, repeatedly shout glory. Member? Just please shall glory will One. fade into nothingness. Glory. Yeah. glory, 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 glory. glory. glory.